This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Mass resignation. After this cop was charged with excessive force. Now the entire police riot team is quitting in protest. And why so many people are refusing to return to the office. And the Taco Bell dude who's quitting with a big splash. Plus, cheerleader photo uproar. Why didn't the teen with Down syndrome appear in the yearbook photo? And Congressman Zoom. He's in his boxers during a congressional hearing. Plus, escape from New York. Little Indy's wild run through the tunnel. What happened next is nothing short of a miracle. And Charlie's Angels actress Tanya Roberts. Her shocking last will and testament revealed. The sad message to the world written in her own hand. I have no reason to live. Then... Epic daddy-daughter dance. Five years later, they're doing it again. And Spider on a plane. Help! Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvian today for Deborah. They were the police riot squad that fought to keep order on the streets of Portland. Now, after one of their own ended up indicted for allegedly assaulting a protester, all 50 members of the team have resigned. Jim Ray has details. Mass resignation. The entire riot squad responsible for keeping order in the city of Portland, Oregon, which has been racked by so much violence, say they've had enough. Now all 50 of them are quitting in protest after one of their own was indicted. Video shows the officer pushing a woman to the ground with his baton during a Black Lives Matter protest 10 months ago. Then he shoves her again. Officer Corey Budworth has now been charged with misdemeanor assault. The police union calls him a decorated public servant caught in the crossfire of a politicized criminal justice system. They say it was a permissible use of force, but the DA is defending the arrest. Nobody's above the law. It applies to everybody, and, and that's what this process is for. The woman in the video is a photographer named Terry Jacobs. She says she was attacked despite carrying a press card. The cops say she was involved in the disturbances. She was not charged and won a $50,000 civil settlement. Today, a city that has faced so many nights of rioting and protests is left to wonder what happens next. The deputy chief of police says despite the officers resigning from the riot squad, they remain on regular patrol and could still be deployed to respond to protests. COVID mandates are loosening and more and more businesses are bringing employees back to the office, but not everyone is rushing back to their desks. A record number of people are quitting their jobs, but perhaps no one has made a more spectacular exit than this guy. Stephen Fabian explains. 
Here's one way to quit. It's this guy's last day at Taco Bell, and he's leaving in a way that leaves no doubt he's had enough. Cannonballing right into the sink filled with sudsy water. In April alone, 4 million people quit their jobs. That's the highest quit level ever. The pandemic is forcing lots of Americans to reevaluate their lives. Some are finding new careers. Others are starting their own businesses or leaving the workforce entirely. One big factor, people who enjoy remote work are now saying they are never going back to an office. Portia Twight and John Stephen Stansel both quit their jobs when their bosses told them they had to return to the office. It's nice that I, I'm not required to be in an office sitting at a desk for eight hours a day. It also gave him a family life he craved. We have a four-year-old boy. Our mornings aren't as rushed anymore. We can kind of take our time and enjoy it before I take him to his daycare. Portia also quit her job and found another that is 100% remote. I don't understand why I have to be in the office when I have all of the technology to help me do my job even better and continue to go about my life. Both got the feeling their bosses thought they were slacking off. Honestly, I think it's the complete opposite. If anything, I, I find the struggle is to stop working at the end of the day. For Portia, there is another factor. She wants to be home for her family. She even had to deal with an emergency issue during our interview. I am so sorry. My husband's struggling. Let me go get my daughter. They say they'll miss their co-workers, but not enough to return to the office. Yes, I miss seeing people, but, you know, maybe I visit my colleagues quarterly. <laughs> While some people are already back at work, many businesses are looking at September as the target for bringing workers into the office. She's a teen who loves managing the cheerleaders at her junior high school. There she is posing for her yearbook photo with the entire squad. But when the yearbooks were handed out, Morgan, who has Down syndrome, was nowhere to be seen. Controversy is swirling around this photo of a junior high cheerleading squad, not because of who's in it, but who's not? 14-year-old Morgan Arnold, who has Down syndrome, is the beloved manager of the squad. Like the other cheerleaders, she posed in the team photo for the school's yearbook. But when her family eagerly opened her yearbook, Morgan was nowhere to be found. To not be included in the yearbook was sad for her. Morgan's older sister, Jordan, says the entire family was devastated. Jordan posted her frustration on social media, prompting a nationwide outcry. Morgan's name wasn't even mentioned as a part of the team, the post reads. She spent hours learning dances, showing up to games, and cheering on her school and friends, but was left out. There was no need for her to be excluded, and those girls did everything to include her all year. Shoreline Junior High's school district in Utah is now apologizing. I don't think anybody had ill intent in this. It just was a mistake that was made, and we're trying to figure out why that mistake was made. Morgan's family says they want to make it clear they are not blaming the cheer squad. They have continued to support her and continue to let her know that she's loved. The lesson she wants everyone to learn, how about a little compassion and inclusion? A spokesperson for the school district tells us they are deeply saddened by the mistake that was made, adding they have apologized to the family and are taking steps to prevent something like this from happening in the future. It's happened again. Another embarrassing moment captured on a Zoom call. This time, it's a congressman who showed up to talk about the issues at hand, 
but he doesn't have his pants on. Oops, this guy forgets to turn off his camera during a morning Zoom call, revealing his belly in striped boxer shorts. And you won't believe who he is. He's a 62-year-old U.S. congressman from New Jersey, Donald Payne Jr. The look on the face of this Florida congresswoman says it all. She's completely shocked. The gap is getting big reaction. If taxpayers are paying you $174,000 per year, getting out of bed and putting some clothes on for work seems like it should be a minimum requirement, a Republican congressman tweeted. Earlier on the same virtual hearing on Homeland Security, Payne appeared fully dressed in a shirt and tie. But at some point, he slipped into something a little more comfortable, a Captain America t-shirt. Payne's aide tried to silence fat shamers, saying it's no secret that as a diabetic, the congressman has his weight struggles. Next time, congressman, please wear pants. Congressman Payne wouldn't comment on what happened, only saying he's focused on his work. It's not the usual commuter spotted going through a busy tunnel in New York City. It's a dog on the run. The pooch named Indy made it all the way through to the other side and then just kept going. Amber Cogliano has details. It's a dog escaping New York City through one of the longest tunnels in the USA. Surveillance video shows her darting in and out of rush hour traffic in the Queens Midtown Tunnel. The tunnel is a mile and a quarter long and goes under the East River, connecting Manhattan with the borough of Queens. So you can imagine just how disorienting it was for a lost and frightened dog wandering all alone. The city actually stopped traffic to try to catch the mysterious dog, but she just ran away. More surveillance video shows her sprinting out of the tunnel and onto the Long Island Expressway. So who is the dog? Her name is Indy, and her amazing odyssey began on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. She gave her dog walker the slip and somehow threaded her way across town to the Midtown Tunnel more than four miles away. Seven days later, Indy was finally found. This is the touching moment Indy and her owner Heather Angus were reunited. Oh my God, she's lost so much weight. I was so happy to bring her back in and um, see her playing with her balls and circling around the apartment. So it was just amazing. Heather has quite a story of her own. She's a frontline nurse and adopted Indy who was rescued from the streets of COVID ravaged Calcutta. Indy's instinct for survival may have helped her get through her latest ordeal. Indy is a very special dog. She, I named her Indy because she um, is from India, but now I've heard a lot of hashtags like Indy 500, Indiana Jones. So she's earning her name. That's one lucky dog. Indy seemed unfazed by all the attention. The first thing she did when she got home was play with her favorite tennis ball. Well, she was the beautiful actress whose career spanned decades thanks to starring roles on Charlie's Angels in that 70s show. But Tanya Roberts' death recently at age 65 was shrouded in mystery. Now we're getting a look at her handwritten will, and what she wrote is shocking. It's an extraordinary document. Former Charlie's Angels star Tanya Roberts' last will and testament written in her own handwriting in which she says, I have no reason to live. Tanya, a former Bond girl from A View to a Kill, was best known as the ditzy mom on that 70s show. Your dad wants to be big shot one last time before everybody discovers what a failure he is. She suddenly collapsed after walking her dogs last Christmas Eve. 
The will lays bare the 65-year-old actress's sad final years. Oh, my God. <laughs> she left everything to her boyfriend, Lance O'Brien, but with these haunting words. I know you don't love me, but you have been a true friend, and for that, I'm grateful. Her estate includes her $3 million home. I also leave my boyfriend my two dogs. And she made it clear she was cutting her blood relatives out of the will. Nothing will go to my sister Barbara Leary or her son. Tanya's life was dramatic to the very end. Her publicist announced she was dead, but Inside Edition revealed she was actually still alive after the hospital called O'Brien during our interview. Now you're telling me that, that she's alive? Oh, thank the Lord. Thank God. Sadly, she died the next day. Her handwritten will was filed on Wednesday in Los Angeles. But Tanya Roberts' sister is questioning the authenticity of the handwritten will and says she's the rightful beneficiary. Father's Day is Sunday, but came early for this dad who's recreating a daddy-daughter dance that originally went viral years ago. It's a daddy-daughter dance just in time for Father's Day. But it's not their first time rocking these moves. Five years ago, Josh Rinder and his then six-year-old daughter, Audrey, went viral for the very same dance, racking up more than 14 million views. Now, it's a dance party redo. We realized it had been exactly five years. And She's grown up so much since then. But Josh and Audrey have some competition. Look at this father-daughter duo who are a sensation on TikTok. Cole LeBrant and his daughter Everly have 19 million followers who tune in to see their awesome father-daughter dances. Boy, have they got moves. And this father-daughter dance will melt your heart. Dad has ALS, but that didn't stop him from rocking out on his daughter's big day. That's so special. And we'll be back with more Inside Edition after this. Next, we want a divorce. After a jogger is shot for no reason. Help! Help! Somebody just shot me. Rising crime is triggering calls for an entire neighborhood to secede from the city. And Spider on a plane. Help! Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Another city that has been rocked by rising crime is Atlanta. One area of the city in particular has seen more than a 50% rise in violent assaults this year. So some residents actually want to organize a secession from the rest of Atlanta. Les Trent has our report. A jogger cries out for help. He's just been shot twice in Atlanta's wealthiest enclave, Buckhead. Somebody just shot me. And it's very serious bleeding. Yes, I'm bleeding. I've been shot. The father of three was out for a Saturday morning jog when he says a car pulled up. He thought to ask for directions. Instead, he was stunned to see the driver had a gun. Before he even could think, the guy shot him and 
He was stunned and he shot him again. Ann Worrell's husband, Andrew, was shot in the hip and leg. Fortunately, he survived and is now recovering with the help of a walker. It's just the latest in a crime wave plaguing the wealthy neighborhood, which is frequently featured on the reality show Real Housewives of Atlanta. Earlier this month, cast member Phaedra Parks says her Mercedes was broken into. We finally close on our dream house. Singer Cardi B also joined the neighborhood, moving into this 22,000 square foot mansion. Now the recent crime wave is triggering calls for secession from the city so that Buckhead can create its own police force. It is truly a war zone. Buckhead resident Bill White is now leading the movement to secede. We filed for divorce. Fox News is going on a campaign pushing for secession. Now we're also learning more tonight about Buckhead. I'm sure a lot of your neighbors are just giving up and moving to Florida. Former NYC Police Commissioner Bill Bratton, author of The Profession, has this dire warning about escalating violence across the USA. It's going to be a tough summer. I see nothing happening on the national level, on the state level, or local level that is going to effectively deal with the dramatically rising crime rates that we've seen over the last year and a half. The organizers of the secession hope to have it on the ballot for voting in November 2022. And we'll be back with much more Inside Edition right after this. Still to come, Spider on a plane. Ah! T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. So imagine this, you're flying in a single engine plane and just as you're coming in for a landing, you look up and oh, what's on the ceiling but a giant spider. The creepy crawler actually falls down right on the pilot and the passengers. Somehow they manage to keep their cool and land the plane okay, getting away from their uninvited guests as quickly as they could. Yikes. When we come back, it's a dad with superpowers. Finally, just in time for Father's Day, it's Super Dad. It's a dad with superpowers. Watch as he makes his infant boy's high chair come closer. Then fly backwards, just like a Jedi master. Okay, he's just pushing it back and forth with his leg, but his little guy sure believes he's Super Dad. Oh, may the force be with you, especially this weekend. And we hope all you dads out there have a very happy and healthy Father's Day. That's Inside Edition for today. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. 
Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.